no, don't come. Don't come. You're not welcome here. Don't come. Don't come. Don't come. You can't stop me from coming. I couldn't help it. Sorry, David. I couldn't help it. Welcome back, one and all. Thank you for listening. If you're new here, this is the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast, and I'm your host, Molly Stewart. We define wholesome a little differently here, and my guests span everywhere from the adult industry to the vanilla side of humanity. If you haven't, please consider subscribing. Word of mouth is what helps this podcast grow. So share with a friend, leave a comment, download an episode, or anything you can to help with the algorithm. I release episodes every Monday, and if you're subscribed, you'll never miss an episode. You don't want to miss out on all the crazy conversations that evolve here. Um, That's enough from me, and let's get to today's guest. Welcome back to the Totally Wholesome Not Dirty Podcast. I am your host, Molly Stewart, and today I have Charlize here with me to celebrate our all-love episode for February 14th, because it's Valentine's Day! chocolate and stuff all right so um what are your plans for valentine's day um are you sure i want to eat snacks you want to eat snacks i need snacks one of the cool things about valentine's day is that on valentine's day the the chocolate is already discounted oh my gosh oh yeah realize that yeah it's pretty awesome because you can basically get all of the delicious candy for like no price so that's that's pretty exciting I need that. But I'm not a huge chocolate fan anyway, so it's like... What's, what's like, your candy of choice, then? I love gummy worms. Yes. <laughs> like I sour? Sour gummy worms. Bitch. And, ooh, I or the Sour Patch Kid, the watermelon ones. I love those. Mm. Have you seen the giant so Sour much. Patch Kids that are, like, this big? Yes. I love those. I, I love, like, like ten of them in your mouth at a time. I like to bite the legs off, and then the mm. arms off, and then the head. <laughs> Decapitating them. And then I like to eat the body. Mm-hmm absolutely perfect so today we have um a lot of interesting things later on in the segment um we will well charlie's won't be here unfortunately this was filmed when she wasn't here but we have an awesome little bdsm uh show and tell with my dom friend sam so definitely stay tuned for that if you guys are interested in anything bdsm um and then today, uh, basically, I wanted to interact with a bunch of your guys' stories or questions about love, sex, and things like that. But before we get to that, I thought that we would just kind of vibe and just kind of, I want to hear kind of some of your stories as well about sex and love, because I think that uh, between the two of us and the conversations that we've had on on and off the podcast, <laughs> that you have a lot of stories and or know of a lot of stories. So can you tell me about like your worst date ever? Oh, my worst date ever. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's a hard one because I'm just like... I kind of try. You're like all of them. I try to block that out. Um, (laughs) You're like just disassociating. Yeah, like just go away. I don't want to think about it anymore. Um, Ooh. I. Did you ever have a situation that was set up where it was like a a blind date thing? Because I've never done something like that. Kind of. So I wouldn't necessarily say it was a blind date, but like I never met the person like I met them online, I guess you can say. Um, and it just was really awkward, but I don't really think I've really had any like terrible dates. I'm 
honestly, I'm really good at just making things great. Like, I'm good at just talking to people. And even if, like, I may not care for the person or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, you can still have a good time regardless. It just won't be a second date. Yeah, it just won't <laughs> be a second date. It'll be like, mm, okay. I can definitely see that because you're someone that can just have fun regardless of, like, any situation, any situation. which I think is really important. But I, I feel yeah. like sometimes the, the reasons that bad dates go bad is because there's like there's expectations on either side for one thing or another of what it's going to be instead of just like going in not thinking about anything and just kind of like seeing what happens what happens but no one does that i feel like no one does that anymore everyone has expectations or everyone has assumptions of what it's supposed to be like or this is what it's supposed to be this is what it's supposed to be and my biggest thing is is in general like if you haven't had a conversation with somebody and you don't know like what their values are what Mm -hmm. your thing is then why are you going on a date with them? Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm just going to go on a date with this guy. And I'm like, well, what do you, you know, do you guys have anything that aligns? Because at the end of the day, if you guys don't have something in common or in some way, shape or form, the things that you value or the things that you want in common, like you guys are both going to get there and someone isn't going to have a good time. Someone's going to be like, oh, I feel like he should have paid for this. Or, oh, I feel like this should have happened. Oh, I felt like this should have happened. Or, well, oh, then you should make that known. No, in ahead, ahead of time. Of time for sure. Yeah, like, and I think that's another thing, too, with, like, online dating, especially, is that a lot of it isn't really dating, if we're f***ing honest. It's kind of like, you're hot, I thought you were hot, we clicked the same, we think we are hot button, and now let's f***. So it's not, it's even going out on a Tinder date is basically, like, you're getting someone... We're going to go out and then we're going home together. There's going to be an exchange, right? There's going to be, there's going to be dinner, maybe... Maybe some drinks and then you're f-ing. like, that's it. And and it's like, I, I don't even know how much I would consider that a date versus kind of like uh, a meet and f- yeah. which is like, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. Doesn't bother but me. If that's I wouldn't what you want to do, date. like do it. But for me, that's not dating. It's like dating is getting to know someone, getting like, to know someone, them, like, not their pussy or, you know, butthole or penis, whatever. Mouth, ear hole, whatever. Nose judge. holes. <laughs> All love, baby. All of the holes. <laughs> but I guess for me, like I do, like, I feel like I don't want to not get to know someone um and on top of that too like everyone thinks now that oh if he's taking me on a date he better be doing this or he better be doing that or she better be like this she better be ready to put out if i do this or if i do that and for me i'm like you should be doing because you you get to know each other you should be doing whatever it is like whether it's the date whether if if you're paying for dinner whether you're going out with the person in the first place it should be it should come from some sort of good place of no expectations like doing that because you want to yeah and if you don't if you don't want to pay for dinner, for instance, have that discussed ahead of time. Be like, this is our first date. We've never actually met. Let's go f- have these. Split the f- bill. Like, something like Let's that. Do you talk know about what it. I mean? But talk about it beforehand. You can't, like, nobody's a f- mind reader. You no. can't just, like, especially with someone you've never met before and you're just like, I expect you to know that I want all of these things. Like, you can be with someone and they still can't anticipate all of your many needs. No. You can know someone for years and still not know exactly what they're thinking or what's happening. Like, you for still sure. may not know. Mm. Unless you're me. I'm a mind reader and I know everything. <laughs> Definitely don't, but I don't you know. know. Have you had, like, then maybe, like, some really good dates? Like, or, you know, because they always say that thing of, like, you know, what's what's your dream ideal date? But for me personally, I haven't really done much of the whole, you know, dating thing in general so i kind of have my few moments that stick out as like oh the, the best dates you know but like as someone who i just feel like you know so many people and i mean has there been anything that has kind of stood out as like something special to you or maybe something you haven't 
done that you hope to? I enjoy people put thought into it. So I don't always like for me, like dinner, like don't get me wrong, I love to eat. We just <laughs> talked about the fact that I wanted snacks. Like I yes. love food, I love all of that, but I'd rather someone put the thought into it. So no matter if it's like something really small, like, oh, like I remember you saying that you really wanted to go on this hike or you really wanted to do this. Let's go do that. Yeah. Um, or I know that you enjoy this or you enjoy that. So let's do that. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess a big part for me, like one of the best dates that I've ever had and like one of the best things that I ever had was like with like my ex-husband. Um, he put a lot of thought into it. He was like, I know that you like this food, so I'm going to cook. Like, I'll cook this. I'll cook mm-hmm. lamb chops. And this I'll do this. I'll do that. Yeah. And um, that was one of, like, the biggest things. I'm like, okay, like, this – and mind you, like, this is someone who never used to cook and now enjoys it. Um, And so I was like, wow, like, you know that I like these, so you're going to make sure to make them whether – whether yeah. he, he can sit and eat it with me or whether he can't, like, whatever it was, it's like, hey, I want this. And so I don't always feel like everything has to be, like, face-to-face where you guys are both doing it or where something's happening. It could really just be the fact of, like, someone puts that thought in, in it for you. Like, Yeah, for sure. That's the date. Yeah. Dating dating is the date. Like, you don't necessarily yeah. have to go somewhere for it to be a date. You can do yeah, it's, whatever it's, it is. The date is the experience of whatever it is. The date is literally the day that it's on and, like, the yeah. time. It's, like, it's so much is open to interpretation with that, you know, like... For instance, for me, I think, like, the worst first date would probably be going to see a movie because it's like, oh, we went, said hello, and then didn't talk to each other for an hour and a half in the dark. And so Always it's always like... hard. I feel like first dates are the movies. And that used to be, like, that's so, and to me, that's so, like, high school. Not even high school. That's so middle school. It's, oh, let's go. Let's go to the movies together. Like, oh, do you think oh, I, I can get, I can get my mom uh, to drop me off and then... Or maybe she can pick you up and we can carpool together. And we'll, like, yeah, no. it's like, no, like, do like put it is like the whole idea of putting some thought into it. And that's what anybody wants out of a relationship is just somebody that will put some thought, thought into, into them. It. Or it's like, hey, you know that I love I love seafood. OK, so you pick a seafood place mm-hmm. or it's like, hey, you know, you know that like I want to get ice cream. Oh, yeah. I know that you always talk about going to this ice cream place or oh, I know that you love going to this cookie place or whatever mm-hmm. and saying, hey. Let's go ahead and go there. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'm gonna, sure. I'll pick you up or let's meet here and then we can, you know, decide what we want to do after. Hey, let's just go sit and just eat for a second. Yeah. You know, talk to each other. The problem is, is I feel like so many people now, they talk online when they finally get in person. They can't have a full conversation. Yeah, that's that's I think that it's something that's happening like everywhere, not even in dating, but it's so much more prevalent in dating in because life. we are essentially like trying to get to know someone but i feel like um since so much communication is just online uh-huh. it's like even for me like like i had told that i had told you before like when i started the podcast it was partially to teach me how to actually talk to people that weren't behind a camera, camera. yeah because it's like it's it's something that's terrifying especially when like that's typically the norm and then i think also you're looking at this like two year long stretch of a pandemic where a majority of the population was very isolated from each other very and all online. of that and then it's like you're also trying to find someone who cares about you someone you can care about to like go through with it together but it's like how do you how do you really communicate you know past the point of the internet and in a, even looking at someone's social media, I feel like a lot of times people can just, you know, stalk someone's Instagram, essentially. Yeah. Not like in a creepy way, just like, well, you know, we've I all know done everything it. about you. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I know that you like this. And then this is what you like to wear. And it's like, so people get this idea in their head of what they already think that you are. So I feel like there's 
with some people, not with everyone, there's this idea that it's like, well, I don't really need to get to know you because I already know you. So I'm only going to tell you about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and know? I guess, and I guess for me, that's why I don't do like, I don't do any, I wouldn't do any online dating. Um, I'm just, I'd rather meet someone in, in real life mm-hmm. um, or someone that I know, like different things that I'm not for the whole online dating scene. I just feel like it's very just, it's just very annoying. And on top of that too, like, I don't want you to sit there and just, oh, you're so hot or, oh, you're this or, oh, just talk about this all day. Yeah. Or the fact of the matter, you're telling me one thing here, but in reality, like, you've never done that a day in your life. Like, you just said that because you thought it was cool mm-hmm. and you're able to lie about it during text because you, you can. Yeah, because it's, there's a sense of, like, when there's a screen between you, it's, it's essentially like the sense of anonymity where it's just like... It, People put on so many faces, faces, because I was trying to say masks next, but I'm a little bit stoned, but like faces or masks to kind of like give the person that they're interested in, whether it's just what they actually, what what, they think they want. Yes. What they think they want. And that's, and that's with anything. It can be with friendship. It can be with romantic, like all that kind of stuff. stuff, I'm saying, I'm not, and I'm not saying it's just guys either. So, and cause I know that people will come in the comments, but that's always going to be, cause it's not, it's not just guys. Women definitely do it. (laughs) Yes, they do. Like everyone fucking does it. And I think that it's just kind of one of those lost arts is the is the ability to actually have a long form conversation and really be invested in in the person who you're forced to spend that time with because essentially it's like you've both committed to spend this time together. It's like, well, now how are you going to to spend it? And it's like a lot of people don't even know how to talk, I feel like, to the point of figuring out how to make that experience a good one. And I think a lot of people are just also very self-absorbed is is just kind of what I've seen and this is just from like observing other people observing and I know reality tv is is fake obviously but I'm just saying like this broad scope of well everyone wants to everyone wants to live as if they're in a reality show now yes yes so everyone does the things that make it as if they are this you know whole reality show kind of persona and people live like that now and especially like in every type of relationship friendships dating everything you see a glimpse of that reality show life mm-hmm. with all of it. And I just feel like I just can't really get, just can't really get with it. I'm, I have enough personality and attitude of my yeah. own that I don't need someone faking theirs in my life. Like, yeah, I just exactly. Can't really like that. I just, I think it's just missing that genuine connection because yeah. it's so easy, especially with being on social media all the time and especially when it involves our jobs it's something that you know everybody pretty much almost everyone's social media is involved in some sort of aspect of their work nowadays that's why people can say things and then you know maybe fuck up and get fired from their fucking job because whether you're using your social media for your job or not it's all it still out ties there. together and so it's like everyone is involved in this network to some degree but it's just you can have so many like face level interactions with people and like be like, oh, yes, I, I know them or I internet know them. But it's like there's no there's none of that real genuine care to either talking to them or like when you actually need something, it's like they're not going to be the ones who, who are, are there. there. Yeah. And I I don't know. I think that's what's made dating difficult um, for a lot of people in so many ways. Like I definitely would not, would not date online if I wasn't in a relationship. Like I would not. <laughs> no, thank you. It's no. just, it, it also is kind of like a two 
tantamount. I don't know if that's the correct word. I'm hoping it is, but I, it's basically similar to kind of the job that I have because it's like, well, I have a fan base who's like, oh, you're so hot and I love you. It's like, well, you, you love the idea of me. And I feel like online dating is the same way. You love <laughs> the idea it's, it's, you of me. You love the idea of me. You love because you're basically seeing pixels on a screen and then interpreting from that what you will because it's not it's not the same thing as a genuine face-to-face -face interaction. No. And genuine face-to-face -face interaction is fucking scary. Like, no wonder people are so fucking bad at it when social media and the internet makes it so easy to kind of, like, Do escape it that, you know, obligation. Well, if you think about it, too, like, even, like, in our relationship and everything, like, we're... We're, we're pretty close to the same, whether it's online or whether it's there. But when we're texting each other and things like that, it's not the same. And it's not the same feeling as when we're in person. And it's like, so no matter what, it's like, it's that way with any relationship. Mm -hmm. So when you're trying to start a relationship with someone and you don't have a relationship already built. Yeah. In what world does that like help you? It doesn't really make sense to me because I'm like, even relationships that I'm close people like i see you what every week basically yeah, we're together like, almost every so... week we're texting at least every other day like yeah. there's a whole lot of different types of relationships in different forms mm -hmm. but each one is different and each one provides something different and then even outside of that right so for instance like even us seeing each other as much as we do which has been awesome it's been so fun lately <laughs> but um it's like as much as we see of each other, there's still so much going on in each of our own individual Between lives. That, we got to catch somehow, up. somehow, while we're still talking, while not seeing each other, every time that you actually meet again in person, it's like, oh, here's all the things I've been holding on to because it's so inconsequential to text like every detail, detail that happens. But it's like then that face-to-face -face with people that you do have that genuine care and like correspondence with, it's like a million times better because it's like everything floods back that you've been wanting to like tell and you can or put share. the real emotions into it yes because it's it's you can i've had it so many times like i'm, I'm a horrible texter and um <laughs> god it's bad <laughs> like it's either like a million 50 million messages to say like one small thing or just like apologizing for the way i'm like what am i doing or it's one but, simple nothingness and and it's like i've had so much miscommunication with things just because either sometimes i will type something too quickly and it can be someone that i've known for a very long time like are you mad at me i'm like no like, why would it be mad? Oh, it was just the way that you texted. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, I don't know it's how just, to. It's a, it's a, and it's like, but if that was in person and you listened to me say it, it would be, you wouldn't even ask. You wouldn't have asked. You would have been like, oh my gosh, look never at your entered thing. your brain. But then also, when you take away that face to face interaction, regardless, you're, it, once again, you're, that shows that you're only working on your own interpretation of what it is because you can't, there's nothing genuine or concrete behind it. To show you what it actually what is. It is. And that's know. why a lot of people, I think, go into things like online relationships and stuff like that with just kind of like, oh, this is fine. This is all what it is. Because they don't even think about like how much time is spent by the other person doing things that have nothing to do to with do them with because them. you've never met them. Like you don't know them as a person. You know them as like an avatar, essentially, like a, a an online representation, like their little avatar created online to depict who they are and we all do it we all try to put the best version of ourselves out there, out there online we think people want what we, we think put, we'll who, get we put a persona exactly. that we want to be like in reality the persona that i share on social media isn't who i am like do i is there aspects to me in there yes mm -hmm. but anyone who knows me is like 
oh, like you do this. Like, I love that you post this. I love that. I love this. Like but you blow also it like, up yeah. extra because it's exaggerated it's, because it's you like. You only a... see one aspect. People see one, you know, one part of me on there. Same with you. People, you know, I know your content. I know everything that you do. I know all of your posts, like all of that stuff. And I see it all. But then in reality, it's nothing. It's nothing like that when mm-hmm. it's just together like when we're just around each other it's not the same it's not it's just not life you mean whenever you come over i'm not just on the couch diddling myself and be like hey Charlize, what's up Mm." you know in reality it was one (laughs) (laughs) but no 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 there's actually there's there's so much more to you than that there's so much more to you than what everyone else is one of them if you're wondering but not anymore thanks to manscaped the weed whacker 4.0 Actually, I don't know if the Weed Whackers are 4.0. Don't, don't quote whacker, me on that. I think it's just the Weed Whacker. I think it's just the Weed Whacker. So I'm trying to hold this in for really long. <laughs> I'm trying to do a whole ass ad read right there. It really didn't work out. Nothing says I love you like a smooth, hairless, freshly scented ball sack. No matter who's licking your nuts or receiving a picture of your package this Valentine's Day, do everyone a favor trim that rainforest of pubes and sweat that's been growing untamed in your boxers support for the totally wholesome not dirty podcast is brought to you today by manscaped and i'm so excited about this fam you know how often i talk about the importance of manscaping and balls well manscaped has sent me their performance package and this is the 4.0 package gentlemen and ladies (laughs) I bought the Lawnmower 3.0 for my man ages ago, long before they were kind enough to sponsor me, and Manscaped products just keep getting better. Men, listen up, and ladies too. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your jewels. Nobody wants to floss with pubes, so treat yourself or your partner to a smooth sack this Valentine's Day. Uh, It's time to give the gift that 4 million men worldwide trust from Manscaped. They're the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped has you covered for everything related to your sack. Love your nuts and don't nick or scratch them. The Lawnmower 4.0 has safeguard technology that reduces the risk of those painful grooming accidents, as well as an LED spotlight that helps avoid missing any stray hairs and leaves those testes looking their besties. The perfect package for your perfect package isn't complete without the weed whacker. And I'm actually probably going to to use this because I also have nose hairs. <laughs> uh, if you want to clear the weeds out of your nose and ears, this little guy will take care of you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. You can throw away those fraying undies and slip into comfort before slipping into something or someone else. We all sweat, but you can keep your crack dry with their ball deodorant. If you're short on time, they have these amazingly scented crop wipes that keep your balls fresh for the next tongue that comes your way. You want to be prepared for anything, and you want to feel cool and confident, and that's the effect you'll get with Manscaped. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are cruelty-free, dye-free, paraben-free, and vegan, so you can feel even better about what you're putting on your sack. Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping with my code TWND. Get the gift for yourself or someone else in your life with hairy balls and see why 4 million men worldwide continue to use Manscaped. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use my code TWND at checkout. Thank you for listening, and we thank Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. But 
something that is exciting that I am considering now as I'm launching this. <laughs> we got the sponsorship. Manscaped is approved. It's no longer a trial sponsorship. Thank you so much, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast. Use code TWND at checkout. And um, so that's exciting. So go shave your fucking balls because you need it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about. Do you? Mm, online dating and then we start talking about everything oh, else God, oh, and, so and you diddling on yourself oh diddling on myself <laughs> and on the note of diddling myself i think that we should listen to the people who watch me do so what do you yes, think yes, yeah? yes, yes. okay they're my favorite all right let's <laughs> let's start with what voicemails we do have and then we'll move on to emails so let me see really? trying to figure out how to do this i know i i do i don't do this very often voice message all right here we have Oh, I got lipstick on me. Bam. Alright. Alright, there's two for Brick. Mm, Rick. But wait, I think only one. Oh. I I think this I think I think this Rick one is the one potentially we listened to last time you were here. So I'll play the newest one. Oh wait, no. Don't add. What are you doing? I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Hi, Molly. Any Valentine videos or picture sets coming out? Yes, by this point, you will have probably already jerked off to them, Rick. Have a good day. Have a a very happy Valentine's Day, Rick. I hope that you enjoy jerking off to all my Valentine's Day content. Some of them, Charlize was indeed present for, and or did makeup for, and... Hope you enjoyed it. All right, the next. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, I'm so excited. All right, so this is exciting. Thank because, me for her stuff because I could be mistaken about this, but I do believe that Olivia, we just filmed your a video for you today. Oh. Charlize was present for, and she was very excited because it was a video for a girl. <laughs> it's for Olivia. All right, so let us hear from Olivia. Hi, Molly. So I guess my question or advice if you have for someone who just recently started to casually date after a very, very long-term relationship, um, I've been having a really hard time kind of connecting with dates. I tend to find myself kind of focusing on like nitpicking things that I dislike. And as soon as I find something that I dislike, I end up kind of ghosting or avoiding any connection there. Um, so I don't know if I'm kind of just sabotaging dates or if I've just set my standards up too high that's made it hard for to find someone too high. Too high, bitch. Um, or if I'm not ready. I don't know um, whether high standards is a good thing or a bad thing. Good. Always good. It's always at good this thing. point. Um, but I'd love to hear whatever feedback you guys have for me. Uh, All right. So, Olivia, I'm going to tell you straight up that your standards are not too high. But what I will say is that it also, I guess, would depend on how long it has been since the breakup. Essentially, I don't think that I don't think it was mentioned. I don't know. If no, you it wasn't mentioned. It. I didn't think so. Yeah, Olivia does sound very hot. Allie is sitting back here editing my content, and she would like you to know that you sound very hot, and you do, Olivia, because you are fucking hot. I know. So, <laughs> so um, I guess what I would say is kind of like, 
coming out of something that's a very long-term relationship, whether, whether it was something that was mutual, whether it was something that you chose or that the partner chose, regardless, it is so hard. Whether you were ready for it to be over or not, that is such an extended period of your life, a long-term relationship. And that's time that essentially once it's over, there's this, I, I, and for me at least, there was this kind of feeling of, oh my God, there is all this time that I have wasted that I'm never going to get back. And it was like, all right, well now I have to absolutely make sure that I'm never put in that situation again. So it's that same thing of nitpicking every little problem and potential problem or making things up in my head. But there was also this feeling that it was kind of like, because that relationship had ended and because it had been such a long period of my life, I didn't basically, I didn't deserve to, to have a, a good relationship regardless. So some of that kind of self-sabotage, sabotage, it's sabotage. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it was basically like, you, you feel like you don't deserve it. Right. And so there, there are, you know, parts of your brain, especially if you're potentially not even ready um, to start dating that you are going to try to find every, in, in. every possible negative thing that you can. And I think that, you know, sometimes it's good, even though you want basically the companionship to honestly do the Tinder thing and just fuck people. Don't try to fucking date them. Just find out if they have what you're looking for in the bedroom. <laughs> fuck it out of your system. And sometimes that is what you need. I'm not saying that it's for everyone. I'm not saying that it should be something that's continued. You it could be one time, you know, to just kind of realize that you there are other options for you in life besides basically either being in a long-term relationship, being in any relationship whatsoever, being with a guy, being with a girl. There are no real parameters for what you have to decide to do next. But the, the biggest thing is, I think, just figuring out who you are outside of your relationship. Because when long-term relationships take up such a, a large part of our lives and typically occur in very formative years, it's, it, it's part of kind of what shapes you. And when that's taken away, you're like, well, then what am I? But, you're, am I? but you are everything that you were before that relationship and you are all the little pieces of you that came from that relationship. And it's just a matter of finding what you didn't like in yourself from that relationship and trying to convert it into something that you do like. And, you know, we're never going to, like, fully love ourselves. We're all going to have, you know, some, I think, negativity surrounding ourselves, whether it's how we look, whether it's, you know, what we do for work or, like, where we are in life or, you know, whatever it is. But I think the most important thing before trying to find another relationship is to really try to find what it is that you need. And I'm not saying what you need from another person. I'm just saying what you need in life to make yourself happy. Because when you can find yourself happy without another person being the cause of that, especially like one person being the only cause of your happiness, that's not healthy. So you need to find your happiness and your fulfillment from like multiple people and I'm not saying sexually just people in general just experiences because the more experiences that you have then the more that you can kind of 
determine what it is out of life that you really want to go for and what makes you happy and you know what you can run to when things feel bad that isn't necessarily like into the arms pussy or dick of someone else you know what I mean like to have that ability to be like I'm alone and I'm me and that's okay and then kind of once you find that balance I feel like the right people just kind of start to enter your life from there yeah I feel like that's how it was for me too. Um, I had to find myself after um, to really like realize like, okay, like I deserve this or I deserve that. And a lot of times we set our standards really high. And even though we know that we deserve the things that we're saying at the same time, we're like, is my art, we start questioning it kind of like you were like, are my standards too high? No, your standards are what you want them to be and what you believe that you deserve. Mm -hmm. And nobody can take that away from you. Yes, You can have whatever standards you want. Someone else may not believe that those standards are right for you or, oh, that's too high. Well, guess what? They're not that's the right not person the person for, for you. you. <laughs> but like, you, you can't. Your person will find you, especially, like, they will find you. Trust me. They will find you. I didn't find mine. I was like... I was found. So it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's, and I'm not saying that it's always that way. Um, and I think like everything takes time, but also like, don't be, don't, don't judge yourself and, and where you are in, in proxy basically to, to the people around you, because nobody else really knows what's going on inside of your head, except for you. Well, not even that, not everything that is meant for someone else is meant for you. Exactly. You may be meant to have it at a different time. They may be meant to have it now. You may be meant to have a bunch of meaningless sex that just gets you off. Or just a bunch of meaningless this, dates where you yeah, can maybe get free, free food, food or that could be or what you need. at the worst, maybe you have a cool conversation and then you're like, you, I don't you really make wanna... a good friend. You yeah. could always get a friend from it. It could be too. Um, but I feel like now, especially nowadays, especially with, you know, all these couple posts and everything on social media and with it being close to Valentine's Day, everyone's like, I just want a relationship oh, yeah. and so we get this whole like idea that we just need all of this extra love and oh my gosh, I need to be in a relationship. I need this. I need that. We see it from everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you want this because you're seeing it everywhere else. Yeah. But quite frankly, you don't need it. You and if you feel that you need it, you need to take a step back and because if you realize what you need for yourself and you yeah. need to bring it to yourself, you need to give yourself what you need and then ask other people to get that to you. Yeah, because it I think it also goes into that thing where if you're looking for basically one other person to it's it's like we talked about on the, the episode we all did. We were multifaceted. So it's like if you're going out looking for basically one person or, you know, one type of relationship to kind of like fill all of those gaps, you're you're essentially going into a relationship, even if you find one with all these expectations put on the other person and it just happens like and you, you don't you don't even really think about it so i think it kind of goes into that extra extra care into kind of introspection um with yourself and spending time alone with yourself or spending time with other people and you know by proxy you know all these bad dates that you're talking about that's you know it, maybe parts of them were good and then parts of them were bad but then you can look at those good ones and be like okay well here's here's things from these dates that i really enjoyed and then here's the list of things that I didn't enjoy. And from there, it's kind of like you it's can like, just hey, start. I'm okay with this. You I'm can not start. Okay with that. You, you will start once you really start like diving in and thinking about like, this is what really bothers me about a person. This is what really excites me or what I really enjoy about another person. Then when you meet new people, your brain gets these triggers. And it's like you can just start to tell the people you're not 
going to jive with or the people who are kind of like you can tell the people I think or at least I can a lot better now who definitely have the fake who are they have the mask on where they give you what they're presenting to you and you're not really getting the fullness of that and I think like when when we just go into something looking for someone to fill a need that we think that we have we find it we find it because you'll find what you're looking for it's like when you do a, a google search right to to do your own research you can you can find studies and data for any side of the argument that you have whether you it's like the, the sky being blue versus purple <laughs> like whatever like you can find something so if you're looking for it you will find it. So if you are looking for negative qualities, you will find them. If you are looking for positive qualities, you will find them. But if you are looking for those things, you will miss out on other things. So for instance, like maybe you don't like the way someone chews or something. And that will be the only thing that you will focus on, despite maybe every other single quality about this person being great for you. So it's kind of um, trying to avoid that hyper-focusing, I think, and just kind of not really going into stuff with much expectation especially when it's something that's so new you it's like trying to be a weatherman they don't know what's going on either (laughs) like you can't predict it it's gonna it's either gonna vibe or it's not so i don't know relationships are hard Mm -hmm. and you can't really you can't force anything and you can't make everything perfect we can say that you know oh i feel like i'm in the perfect relationship or i feel like this it is only perfect to a certain extent. Yeah. Everything is only perfect to a certain extent. There's always going to be something. There's like, never I, perfect symmetry. <laughs> like, it's... like, I can guarantee for you, you and Simon are great together. You guys work great together. Clearly, you love him. Yeah. But, like, it's like, I can guarantee that there's days where you're like, this man is annoying the hell out of me. Leave me alone. Go away. We all have that. I just don't understand why when things drop on the floor, he feels the need to pick them up and eat them. And he just, I saw him do that the other day. I was like, what are you doing? (sighs) Baby, I know you're never going to listen to this. So this man eats raw spinach out of a bag. Oh, he's listening? All right. This man, I love him so much. (laughs) I feel like I heard him in the background. (laughs) He eats raw spinach out of the bag like it's fucking chips. And I don't, it bothers me so much. Does he dip it in ranch or no? It's just spinach. Like I'm just gonna hide back here while I think about my thoughts. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) But it's also like, oh, I love it. So it's funny. Like obviously, it makes me laugh. It doesn't make me angry. But I'm just like, why? (laughs) We all have those things. There's no one is gonna be like to the point where there's nothing that bothers you. Period. There's nobody. No, and I do. I do so much shit. I do shit that annoys myself. So I'm sure I annoy the shit out of him. Oh, guaranteed. So it's like, but it's like you you love the person. So it's like you also end up loving, I feel like, the things that even annoy you about them. Because you're just like, ah, it's them. God, you know what I mean? If they didn't do that, like, oh, if, you're like, oh, if this was somebody else, this would be a red flag. It's like they could be, doing, like not. They could be doing something that is actually bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But you, you when you see, like, again, when you love someone or when you care yeah. about someone, there is red flags that you just are like... And sometimes that's not good for you. Yeah. And other times, eh, whatever. But there are times, of course, when red flags pop up. I don't care how much you love that person. You should run. I, I feel like there is a point, though, where you got to be a little careful red flags. And here's only coming from my experience. Just because... So, for instance, and um, 
if you're in something potentially like an, an abusive relationship, and yeah. I'm not even necessarily saying like some huge high level abuse, even just like, emotional, you know, the emotional, mental stuff. stuff. And you just have someone who's not good for you, not treating you right. Regardless of, you know, who you are, who they are, whatever. Once you, once you get out of that, right. <laughs> and you, cause you finally get out of it cause you can see how they were treating you. Then you can go into new relationships and maybe there are things that that other person did that did annoy you, but they're small things. But because this new person who may not do any of the actual toxic stuff, you get red flags because maybe they like, they pick their teeth or something and that, that person did that. And then you're like, and then you're like, oh, you're the same person. You're horrible. Um, everything is wrong with you. (laughs) Like, and so you have to, you have to kind of be careful of like, not assuming that someone will react to something the way that someone else has or the way that you would. So it's kind of like... Everybody's different. Everybody reacts to things different. Everybody has different feelings towards things. And I feel like that's the biggest, you know, the biggest thing is a lot of times we put our issues onto somebody else. And even if that person isn't doing it, then we still are like, well, this person did it. So I'm going to just go with you. You are going to do it too. Yeah. And it's, you can't always do that. And that's like one of the hardest things I feel like too, after being in a long relationship, like that's one of the hardest things to do is like letting go, realize that that person isn't everybody else. Yeah. That person was that person. That was this, this was, this is now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's like the hardest part. Yeah. But girl. Girl, your standards aren't too high. Your standards are not too high. Mm-mm. It's just kind of like, I think it's all, it comes back to like managing expectations too. It's like, you can never expect that like the first date is going to sweep you off your feet necessarily. And it's like, maybe they're nervous and shy. Exactly. So it's like, they're in, maybe you're nervous and shy in a way that you don't realize or, or maybe, and it's like, but all this overthinking, like o- overthinking it is essentially what it comes down to is kind of like, and trust me, I'm so guilty of this because I, I overthink everything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying really hard uh, to, to keep that under wraps. So it's kind of like, no, don't worry. Like managing expectations, realizing that like nothing is, nothing is going to be perfect. And then also realizing that, especially coming out of a long-term relationship, take time to really focus on you and figuring out what you need versus what you want in a partner. So yeah, I guess sometimes the things that you want will come Mm -hmm. after you already have the things that you need. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when you need certain things, if you need something and someone's able to give you the things that you need, most of the time that person's going to want to give you the things that you want as well. I feel like now, and this is with friendships, no matter what it is, business, business relationships, friendships, day-to-day stuff, find what you need first and then go for the things that you want. You get what you need. The things that you want always come back because you're going to make sure, hey, well, I really want this. So I'm going to find a way to make sure this happens. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, anybody who cares about you and whether that, again, like I said, even in business relationship, this person can care about having your business, having this. So they're going to then they already they're they're meeting your needs now. Mm -hmm. They are now going to want to give you the things that you want to make sure that you stay. Exactly. The things that you want will come to get you to stay. Yeah. Um, and those are the things that you kind of have to think about too, is it's not always going to be right away or you're no. not going to always get both. The right best, in there. <laughs> I feel like the best things in life take the most time and they take the most work. And once you get to the end of it, I think like something that, you know, comes back to the whole, you know, having that computer screen, right? Like a, it, so analyzing yourself and like really diving into 
who you are and the things that you might not necessarily like about yourself or the things that you know could be better and stuff like that, that is, that's even harder than actually having meaningful conversations with other people because like, you're your biggest really, critic. You are. And it's like, and if you're not and you think that there is nothing that you could change or do better in your, in your life, go see a therapist. Go see a therapist. I recommend BetterHelp. <laughs> Online therapy. But like, it's... Because everyone can be better. We can all fucking be we better. We can all be better. You can. It doesn't matter what it is. You can always be better. The world is always changing. Everything is always changing. You can always do better. Mm-hmm. You can. And you at can the very least, be you can always try. Because I think that you know, the more that we try to really um, better ourselves and better our own outlook on life and people, it gets better. It, Every time it, you it try something, better. you keep trying it until you're great at it. Yeah. And then once you're great at it, you keep trying until you find a way to make it even better. And and even if you try something, I feel like, and you find out, oh, I'm not great at this, it can lead to you finding something else that you like even more. Or and that, that you, you are, are actually great at. good at. Yeah, you're great like, at it from the beginning. And you're sure. like, oh, I didn't know that this is what would happen. Yeah, but if you don't try, then you'll never know. And that's And that's kind of like the dating. If you don't try... You'll never know know. if you find the person. You know what I mean? And it's kind of one of those things that you'll go through a lot of bad eggs. But once you know, you know. So One day you'll find the golden egg. The golden egg. And you'll make a beautiful, beautiful omelette all over your body. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All over your body. (laughs) I love omelettes. That's not even how you do it. I like had a heart-shaped egg. And I like trying to... And I'm like... Well, that wasn't even how all over your boobies. (laughs) All right, let's see if we. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure I'm gonna cut the eyelashes to put them on you. All right, so I'm gonna ask of this for you. What would be the most romantic evening for you, and what would you and or what would you prefer a romantic date to look like? And we're keeping this fella anonymous. Hmm. Um. For me, I <laughs> I like to be slapped when you made me just slap me across the face. Oh, I wish I would have known that. Mm. <laughs> you slapped me with some makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great TikTok transition. I'm sorry, I'm stoned. Oh, like I, where I, I have the powder. I have that like, yellow powder. As a makeup artist, you just slap, slap me across you, my face, face and, and then I come you, back and I'm like squared <laughs> up. I think we should try that. I think we should try it. I think we should try it. Okay, I'm sorry. What's your most romantic date look like? (laughs) Um, Honestly, I love the water. I love the beach. So Mm. I would absolutely love, like, doesn't necessarily have to be in the sand because I don't really want sand in my food. Um, (laughs) But I... Sand in your toes. Yes. Not in your nachos. Yeah. Perfect. You know what? I like oh, it. Nachos. nachos sounds so good mm. right now, actually. We could fuck with some nachos. Oh, I love you. We should make um, a video where you just cover my body in nachos and you don't have to be naked. Like, I'll just be naked and you can just though? eat nachos off my body. Oh my God. Let's do it. Okay. I, right. I'll, I'll even, I'll probably, I would get naked with you. All right. That's my most romantic day idea. And then I would literally like <laughs> drip some nacho cheese on me and then I would just take the chips that don't, because you know, there's always chips yeah. that like are missing cheese and yeah. I would just be like, yeah, right, in, right from the cleavage. Right I have, like, this cute little decorative serving bowl. Ooh. You could probably, like, get a push-up bra and, and just, just hold keep, it there. <gasps> keep it right between the, the tetas. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Right. All right. This we're going to do it. We have to get, like, because we're doing the calendar, right, too? Yeah. 
Okay, so we we want to do a potato one. So we want to do the potatoes. Potato, all different. I want to be a baked potato. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be a lot of potatoes. I honestly think I should just be like Thanksgiving dinner, but with a bunch of different potato sides, and I'll just sit on the table and put the bowl in the middle of my legs, and like just be like scraping it, and then like I want the mashed potatoes down the middle so that I can like drip gravy. Okay, so can I be the turkey that is like in the hogtied position, like on the table (gasps) behind you? I'll put an apple in my mouth. <gasps> yes. Oh, but then I'd be like a pig, not like a turkey. It doesn't matter. We'll just put a gag in your mouth. Just a ball gag. Oh, perfect. Ball gag in your mouth and like we'll hog tie you and then I will literally drip gravy all over myself mm. and then I'll be there and then can I like, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to stick a fork in you while, yeah. I have, while I'm dripping gravy with You could actually stick hand. a fork in me just like the other side, the other like side. not the pokey oh, side. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. We'll just make a whole video out of it too. Fuck it. I'm super excited. Right. See, these are, this is, these are the ideas that we come up with. Yeah. I'm very stoned. All right. Oh. So let's go. <laughs> Don't even remember if I answered the question. Um, but yeah. So you got close enough. You got enough answer. <laughs> Food. Food. Beach. You got the answer. But Food what was the water. question? Yeah. Purple. Purple. All right. That's that's basically my name. Okay. Oh, it is. <laughs> purple. Purple. Oh, purple affair. Give give Charlize a all right let's see oh submission here we go this is let's see all right so this is from bobus i'll keep your actual bobus. name on the dl don't want anyone naughty finding out all right since the theme of valentine's day is supposed to be about romance my question for you is do you feel that romance is a lost art and if not any thoughts as to why romance is not as encouraged in dating life uh, and as one more fun one, what is the most embarrassing or unique date you have ever experienced? I think we kind of touched on that, touched at the on it a little bit at the beginning, but I think, I think honestly also, um, Bubbis, that we have uh, kind of touched on his question, oh, which okay. is kind of like, I think one of the reasons is things like dating apps and social media and the yeah. internet in general is kind of the lost art of romance and well, the lost art of communication. Really. Everyone thinks it has to be Instagram worthy now. So yeah. everyone thinks romance is instagram worthy so everyone thinks for it to be romantic that you need an entire room covered in roses and a bunch of expensive gifts just thrown everywhere that's what nowadays everyone thinks romance is when a lot of times it's really just put some damn thought into it literally i would get so excited at the fact of hey i went to the gas station and i was on you know on my way home i went to the gas station i know that you really love sour patches here you go i got you some sour patch kits mm-hmm. and i'm literally gonna be like oh, sour patches like because it's like oh you thought of me like you that thought kind of, me. of thing and i i, I think i think we, we did touch on it basically as yeah. kind of like i think people are pretty selfish and i think that even even i don't know how much of romance is lost versus how much of it is attempted and then is found to be like not, not enough. enough everything like, i feel like is like not it's enough. not enough it's not enough well like what am i gonna take a picture of my sour patch kids and well people will think that's fucking why wasn't it flowers? why do you have to because, take a picture of it why do you have to take a picture of it your like, flowers okay. are gonna die anyway so just so instance, you know now i know people say well you post photos with your boyfriend well yeah i do because he's very high and i like him Oh, so, so do other people. Other people want to look is, at him too. But like, the thing is, for instance, cool. right? We may t- take photos like over a course of like one or two days. The rest of the evening, like my favorite thing is like chilling in the evening, playing Halo, cooking dinner together, like doing the things that actually fucking matter when I look like shit and he tells me that I'm pretty and I'm like, you fucking liar. I love you so much. So 
Those are always you know, the best like, moments. And those are the moments that really matter. And I'm not going to be posting those on no one Snapchat needs that. and Instagram because that's mine. Like, it's nothing, for you. It doesn't have to be a public thing. Like, you can put stuff publicly, but, like, don't expect that what people put publicly is what What's they happening. Really are. Like, if you guys think that we're just, like, lounging around all the time in, like, fancy-ass clothes, like, huh. No. no. God, no. I just wear his shirts with underwear. <laughs> That's all I do. Like, it's, like, it's, everything is so chill and relaxed. And it's, like, any of those photos he takes, he, t- he takes for me because I take photos. You know what I mean? And and that's one of the things that it's like, oh, here's this thing that you love. So Let I'll, me I'll do, do it, it with it's you. It's something you want me to do Even with you. I'm going to do I'll it. I'll say 50 times, I don't know what to do with my face. And it's, like, because he does it because he fucking loves me. So it's, like, yes. It's just same like, thing. Just, you just do things because you want to do them for someone. Don't do them because of like, you know, hoping that you'll get fu- a fucking tag about it on the gram <laughs> or something else. I I guess for me, like too, and I laugh about it too, is everybody thinks that romance fits in a certain box. Mm. Each of us have so our own personal box that romance is there. Some people it is. Some For some people, getting gifts and getting expensive things is their language. It yeah. is what oh, they like, want. Love languages, love languages, for instance. That's a thing. Like that is literally romance to people. It's kind of it's kind of I used to think it was kind of silly, but it really is like everyone. It's it's like this whole spectrum of like what matters to different people. That's why not everyone can date each other. It's why it doesn't work out no. for everyone because everyone feels differently. Like for instance, like what is your like love language type thing? Like what you know makes you happy? Um, I honestly. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you again. Bless you. Bless you. No. God. All right. For me, I feel like I, I almost, I feel like I, in a sense, kind of touch on kind of everything. Um, but I do like attention. I Mm -hmm. want you to pay attention to me. Um, I want you to do that. That's probably why, like, even like with my friends, with my friendships too, my friends give me a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that, and I love that about them. Yeah. But that's also why they're my friends. And you love attention. That's why I brought you on yeah. as many times as I have because you're so fun to talk to. <laughs> no, so I love, I love all, like I love talking. I love you. I love being around people. Um, even for me, like I want to be on my phone doing my own thing while you are doing whatever you want to do in the same room as me. Yeah, I don't really like care. Like that's one of the things that I do enjoy, and that's something that makes me happy mm-hmm. and feeding me. I honestly have been sitting here trying to figure out what, like, love language is feeding me supposed to go into. Like, is service. that gift? Yeah, but... I feel same... like it's kind of like acts of but service it's also because whether... it's giving too. It's, it's kind of, but I feel like... Like, for me, for it's instance... It's I, I think, like... I think definitely, like, the attention, like, touch proximity-like yeah. thing is good for me. Like, for me, the way I express it is I'm a gift giver. <laughs> like... I got you. I got you. Yeah. I brought you this. Do you like it? Do you accept me? <laughs> like I do, do whatever. You me? <laughs> like, I got you this little thing. Uh, but like, and and for me, like little things like acts of service is nice. Like if I do a photo shoot and all of a sudden I come home and there's fucking dinner, I'm like, what? There's dinner and the trash is taken out and the dogs are. What is? What is this? Oh my god, <laughs> romantical. Like I love that. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> But I also do like gifts. You want a good blowjob? Take out the trash. <laughs> Just do words it. of wisdom. You want your wife to, to suck your penis? Start doing nice things do to help. Do little shit to help. She will Glock Glock 3000 that shit for you and you'll be a happy motherfucker. 
extend your marriage, extend your life, your, your life. life. She extend won't, your she life. Won't try to kill you. The more you come, the longer you live. That's a fact. Yep, I think. I'm and you look, and you stay looking the youngest. Like the more you come. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, she'll look long, uh, look younger, longer if you cover her face and come at least once a month. It's like a really good. That's why they call it a facial. Yeah. It's, you know, going to get deep in those pores, mm. clear up the skin, Soak keep it, it nice in. and smooth. And sometimes I hear that if you come up her nose. No, no, really... no. We're not going there. No, no, no. Sorry, Allie. <laughs> no, that is not it. All right. Let's, let's not see. it. Not it. Oh, my God. It's basically one of those things where you just want to be like, feed me, buy me gifts and hang out with me. Please. <laughs> Please, I'll do whatever you say if you just feed me, give me gifts, and hang out with me. Mm. Give me gifts. Ooh, give me a gift and feed me and hang out with me. That's an orgasm right there. Mm. Uh, Your face is telling me that I don't want you to read this. There's so many questions on this one that are, like, intense. Hang on. All right. Okay. How intense are they, though? All right, let's see. Um... We have question, we have thought and question, and then we have question again. So, um, this is from T. I consume many varieties of sex worker services, porn, camming, strip clubs, OnlyFans, plus I enjoy meeting full service sex workers with the massive rise in OnlyFans and similar in the early pandemic's halt of in-person sex work. Tons of women started working digitally and now do both. I would like to know your thoughts on this in regards to the larger, larger sex worker industry, the deplatforming of full-service sex workers and your own experiences. I have never been a full-service sex worker, so I don't really have the capacity to speak to this because I am always online or behind a camera in some regard, and I'm sorry that you're not I able you a to fantasy. get your penis um, sucked or something because um, I don't I've, I'm not a stripper at a strip club I am an internet stripper and I eat girls' vaginas online but mostly I diddle myself so I I, um, bing, 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 bing. I don't really know honestly like strum your guitar I don't know I think if for instance like if women are moving more towards like a the digital sphere that's entirely up to them regardless like Maybe it might suck for you. It's like, but not everybody is going to stop doing the no. in-person stuff. And honestly, a lot of things are changing with restrictions and stuff like that again. But I think the the more that women want to move to, to di the digital platform of the adult industry, then they should. Because, you know, a lot of people have been in it for a long time. And some or people, some they people have bad, they've had bad experiences. They've had bad experiences. And maybe it makes them feel safer to do, to it, do it from online. the comfort of their own home. And there will always be people who something. won't do that. There's yeah. always going to be, you know people who will do the in-person things mm -hmm, it's sure. always going to be there because some people love it but they it's like that. some people loved it and maybe they want to try something different something maybe else. they want to step back like or maybe they want to be home with their families more yeah. maybe they're like hey you know i was doing this all the time and now i you realize i can make videos and that would be cool to be able to spend cool. some time with my family <laughs> and not worry about it like yeah there's so sure. many different reasons for why they do it but in reality it's just on what yeah. their comfort level is what they want to do so it's their body their i mean choice. i and it's like i said i can't really speak to to the deplatforming of in-service sex workers because i've never done that i don't provide that service i feel like as a fan you should definitely know that about me but um uh so i think it's unfortunate if anyone's income gets taken away from them if they're doing it in a way that's like responsible and legal and stuff yeah. like that and i think that um i mean i can't i'm not going to like put my foot in my mouth and like speak to things in the sex worker industry that i don't, don't know, know about. anything about 
I support people's rights to make money in the ways that they can, as long as they aren't harming people. Um, so do what, do what is best for you. Do it. Live do what your is best life. for you. Try to do it as safely as you can, and do it without bringing harm to other people. And honestly, if it's unfortunate for you, I suppose in your situation to not have the full service, you know, in person stuff. But at the same time. Um, you can there are places that are you, you can where are you it. are you in Nevada if you're in Nevada you can go right on over the hump to Pahrump <laughs> and there are many places that you can get every aspect of the industry for legal free legally tested pussy and, and it's tested and you know that it's safe and everything go ahead so really cool so there's an option for you yeah for instance just take a take a, take a vacation a little pussy vacation you know all right so <sighs> Oh my god, this is about unionizing the sex worker. I'm not even we, getting into that at all. I'm I'm free bird, free solo. I I'm you not can't even talk that on anymore. that. I'm not going to. All right. One of the things I enjoy doing with some is gift giving. I love to see them used in content or in person. I sometimes feel guilty thinking that the money would be better given to the performer than spent on a gift that might or might not be wanted. Thoughts on gifting. My thoughts on gifting are as follows: If someone has a wish list. That means that those are items that they wish to have. That is where you should buy things from. And I say this as someone where I know people have very good intentions, but sometimes I have had just so many things sent to my P.O. box that I'm like, I will never use this or it's not the right size. So it doesn't even fit me and or I didn't it buy it. So I don't have the, the returns or it's like, perhaps it's like a sex toy from a company that like I don't use or it's like, or, you know, it's, you never it's know what it is way, or, or for whatever reason. So the way that I would say is if you want to give gifts, get things that people are actually looking for. So for instance, it, maybe, you know, that they have a favorite store that they like to shop at email a gift card. If they have a wish list, buy things from the, the wish, wish list. list. Like it, because if it comes down to the point where you're buying things that you want someone else to have it comes back to that whole like expecting someone else to want the same things as you and it's like the the thought that you thought of us is awesome or you ask know them. but then but what really shows that you are actually thinking of us is if you are taking the time to actually inquire if these are things that we might actually enjoy or like before we use if before you send them or you yeah. know spend the money otherwise you could have basically just you know, bought a video for the same price, we would have been just as happy, if not more happy, because it's like, oh, well, then you've purchased something that we've created, rather than spending that same amount of money to send us something that we either don't want to use, may have no ability to use, like doesn't fit, like something like that. So that's, that's what I would say on gifting. I don't know where you're... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just talk to someone, you can ask the question. Or yeah, yeah. Get it off the wish sure. list, but you touched on everything that makes sense. Like, Okay, cool. All right. Not everyone, <laughs> not everything floats someone else's boat. All right. Um, 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 um. Yeah, that's for some comments or topics. So here we go. You didn't say your name. It's just in your email, so I'm not going to say it. Um. All right. I am a divorced 53-year-old man, been divorced for about 20 years, have dated here and there, but I have not been with a woman since I was about 34 to 35. It's been so long that I don't even know how to be in an adult relationship outside of my group of friends. My best friend is a female. My core group is like six or seven. Most are in a relationship and I am the last holdout. Okay. There was no question there. Um, so I guess we are just supposed to comment on it. Um, 
Do you have comments on this? My my thought, like for me, but personally, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure what you're what you're, you're asking. asking because uh, at the end of the day, live your life, do what's going to make you happy. If you are asking if you should date or how to date, do anything like that, or what you should do. Do what's going to make you happy for yeah. whatever reason you have chose not to be with a woman for that amount of time, um, which is fine. That's your personal preference. But if you feel like you need something more than that, then get something more. If you feel like that's good for you, stick to it. You just need to yeah, just because get your own wants. Figure yeah. out your wants. Figure, it's like <laughs> Not it's even like your wants. We, figure out like your we, needs. It's like we talked about with Olivia's voicemail as well, where it's kind of like, you know... It kind of sounds to me, based on this message, that doesn't really ask anything. My interpretation is kind of like, am I wrong for being the last holdout? Because then you're basically going and comparing yourself to other people. your friends. Just and you're like, I'm the last holdout. And it's like, well, are you purposefully holding out? Is there a reason why? Is that something that you even want? Like, did you come out of that relationship and you're just like, well, I don't need. I, I'm, fine. I'm fine. And like... are other people telling you what you need? And so then are it's you kind of like, it's yeah. your, it's your so life. So it's like, if you, if you find someone that you want to drive with, if you're like, oh, I want to go on a date, then find someone going on a date. It doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be like, it, you can't, go, you can't go into something new, whether it's a friendship or a relationship and just be like, I've planned the next five years of whatever this is. It's it doesn't like, it doesn't, you, can, you can't even make the a five-year plan for yourself half the time. Like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. You know, and it goes back into that whole expectations. Like, what are your expectations for yourself? Do you think that you should have a girlfriend or a wife or children or whatever? Like, who cares? Honestly, like, you're 53 years old, all right? And if you've gone the past, like, 20 years single, essentially, besides, like, a, like dates here and there, if you're happy, then fucking be happy be with happy. it. Like, that means that you found your bliss with yourself and then you know occasionally interaction from those outside but it and but if you are at that point and you're like well you know i'm well i'm not happy with myself well then at that point i think it comes down to you and the burden falls to you to basically be like well why am i not happy well, with even, myself or the situation i feel like when in his message um if i remember correctly he did say like i other than like my group of friends like i don't really know how to interact with people mm-hmm well, that's the thing. If you got, you built these friends, you got this some way, somehow you interacted in some way, shape or form. Um, that's true. And you'll find, like, start interacting with people. You'll find someone who you jive with. Mm-hmm. Either you don't jive with someone or you do. There are I don't jive with everyone. everyone. Like... No. Same. I'm like, there's some people who I just, <laughs> I'm like, okay, like I would never hang out with you again or I wouldn't talk to you again. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like, social situations are so uncomfortable for me i'm good with a small group of people i had to go to a party the other night do you know what i did it's out there i didn't know what to say i'm like i started getting overwhelmed started getting panicked you know what i did i found one person and i latched onto her and i'm like (laughs) my friend now you're mine now (laughs) because it everyone reacts to you know social situations differently whether it's a party whether it's one-on-one whether it's the opposite sex whether it's the same sex like everybody has their their own hang-ups it's it's just about kind of working through that and finding a way to approach them where you're already comfortable like for instance if you're more comfortable around your friends look for suggestions through them or if you want to hang out and meet with someone for the first time invite them out with your friends you're in a setting then and surrounding by people that, that you're, you're already comfortable, comfortable with, with. So and if, your friends will help break the ice a lot of mm-hmm. times 
Yeah, especially if you find that they're kind of maybe a little more apt in the social sphere, then it's kind of like if they're already all taken, what's your competition? You just have people who are kind of like hyping you up and helping you, you know, do that. And honestly, reaching out to friends to talk about things like that, like it's, it's, I'm so happy that you wrote in because it's like, I feel like a lot of people have these issues, but a lot of people won't just reach out to their friends to be like, hey, like, how do I life? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, no. it, it's a it's a real thing, and and it's it's hard for anyone at any stage of life. I, I feel like to I agree. to try something new or to to try to figure out what it is that you need. So, I mean, it, I think it all just comes back, you know, once again to, I guess, trying to figure out what it is that you want out of life and what it is that you want out of yourself. And if you've reached a point where you've gone this long single and you're happy with it, then fucking be single. Stay there. Just get some strange now and then if it's, if it's available to you, it's like to do like, you know, or, or keep, or keep jerking off to me, like, you know, or someone else. Like it doesn't have to just be me. Yeah. I bet, I bet you have side pieces. It's okay. It's okay. I don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> no but, judgment. All right. Let's see if there's any more. Okay, got some fairly good ones. No, not that. Not that one. Not that one, not that one. Not, not that. that. Oh my fucking god, it's Olaf again. Olaf. It's not me. This mother... <laughs> Is this the one who, like, <laughs> said you guys are married, you left him? He's like, is this you? I need to know if this is you right. No, it's not me. That's it's not even a picture Olaf. of you. Olaf. God. You are commenting on all of these. It is not. That doesn't even stop look sending... like a picture of you. It is me. I know. Stop Stop sending me emails asking if it's me. It's not me. I understand that that's it's... you, but I, it doesn't look like you anymore. Yeah. No. Anymore. Your hair. It's yeah, just. That was fake hair. I, I'm extension. I can tell. For days. Yeah. But I'm like. Did, why would you still have a really old picture as your... Yeah, because I'm like, I'm hotter now. <laughs> why would you leave... <laughs> oh, Olaf. Oh, Olaf. Oh, Olaf. All right, I'm going to tell him a million times. He's still not going to listen. All right, so... God. Olaf is still getting catfished. Stay tuned to next week's episode for any updates on Olaf's... Uh, catfish. ...dating life with my catfish, so... As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered Kawaii Lighting, and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at kawaiilighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, kawaiilighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself. Get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. Fucking ridiculous. All right. All right. Let's do this. It's not. Please don't read my name. All right. What is what are some of the most flattering, creative, or weirdest compliments that you ever got? Does any stand out to you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, I got a stuff. really, I re- got a really good one. <laughs> um, who sent it? It's in my, I think it's in my requests. Ooh, my earpiece are quirky. Are you ready for some asthma? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a little <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I can't. I don't want to go through all of these. There's a, I didn't realize I had so many requests left. Um, no. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this bitch is in demand, okay? I don't know why I found it so interesting or like why it was so funny to me. But I had posted um, a picture. I don't even remember what the picture was because, like, I finally looked at the request. And you know how, like, after a while in your stories, you can't you can't see the little, you know, little snippets. So you don't sometimes. even know which one it was. So I don't even know which one it was. Um, I must have deleted it. But the guy was like, "Oh my gosh, your eyes! I just I just keep looking at your picture, and I feel like I am staring into um, an abyss." And I was like, "An abyss? Yeah." And then is that a good thing? I, I don't know. It's, it's about to get better. And then I got another message on the same, you know, I'm guessing it's the same one, but I, I can't really say for sure, mm. but I'm assuming it's the same yeah. one. Um, and he was just like, oh my gosh, I would love to just take you and feed you and just keep feeding you. And then if you felt like you were getting fat, we could just go to the gym. He's like, you were the most amazing thing. I would give you any and everything that I have. And I just thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really funny because I'm like, first of all, first of all, So then you abyss, asked him for a gift card to the Cheesecake Factory? No, I didn't say anything Damn, you back. should have. I probably should have. Be like, feed me. I should be like, feed me. That's what I would do. They, they'll, they'll, never, they'll never actually send you anything, but it's funny to fuck with them sometimes. And that is true. But I really... And then maybe you do get... I thought it was really funny. I really thought it was funny it's because I'm funny. like, I am in... I'm, my eyes look like an abyss. And I'm like, is that supposed to be good or bad? Your but eyes I thought are that an was abyss hilarious. and it makes me want to feed you. Like the bottomless pit of an abyss and then corny i love 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 corny okay super give me, corny give me corny Ooh. what's the best corny what did someone i'm like trying to i don't want to say it the wrong way because it won't make sense ali i think i told out Al, what did i tell you i told you about some guy hitting on me saying something really corny I don't remember what it was. I would have to, I don't know. But I like really corny things. But I think someone said something about um, my lips or something. I don't know. Something corny. I don't know. I don't so remember. For me. Sorry, guys. Can't give you anything exciting. I don't, I don't have any weird compliments or best compliments on track because. All right. So it's. I, I shun compliments. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> but also. It's, I think it's one of those things, like, from camming. Mm -hmm. It's, like, in this chat room that's constantly flowing, especially in, like, a public campsite. So it's, like, you're so hot. You're so amazing. I would drag my naked testicles through ten miles of broken glass just to have the chance to sniff your butthole. And so it's just kind of, like, <laughs> nothing else really matters after that point. And I'm just, like... This if, guy if would you're do anything guy, for me. If you're a guy, I assume that you want to fuck me. So compliments to me are kind of just like i prefer them from women because i feel like it's yeah, more compliments from women when women are more genuine. yeah or they're really not they're really <laughs> but you can tell <laughs> you can usually tell when they're not oh my god i love that outfit where did you get it it's the ugliest fucking thing i've ever seen <laughs> i don't know fucking compliments man but i feel like I yeah i feel like i get a lot of corny ones i don't know i don't let me see if i can find one for you I don't know if I'm going to be able to find a good Ooh. one. Did you ever receive a love letter or something akin from your fan or a fan? How did you deal with it? <laughs> oh, boy. Look at Olaf. So, <laughs> there have been many. And what I can say is it comes back to 
it's just being in love with the idea of someone. <clears throat> no matter how much time you spend jerking off to someone on the internet <clears throat> or talking to them in their cam space or texting with them or Snapchatting or any of that stuff, you never know the real person. And I've always, I've always been like, this is a fantasy. I'm an internet stripper. I diddled myself. Like for so many years, I was mostly solo. Like, and it's just, I'm not... I'm not here to take responsibility for people's emotions that they let get out of control when they stop separating the fantasy from reality. So it's kind of just a matter of having a conversation with them about it. And sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. Um, if there's been notes to my PO box before, but if they're not, if the name isn't attached to someone that I'm like, well, obviously it's this person, then they just go in the bin. I just yep. throw them away because I'm like, I don't even Bye. know you. I literally, this name has no relevance to me. So like, what am I even meant to do with this? How would I even contact you? I don't want to. Just to, like one of my, is it my responsibility to contact you to be like, no, I'm not in love with you. And we'll write back and forth for years like pen pals. No. Like it's not, like it's, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's very silly. And while I appreciate the sentiment. I also don't because it's not what you think it is. Like you, it's well, and a lot of times too. Even if lust. I tell you that it's not me, you're probably still going to be like, "It is you." You're gonna exactly. have that little glimpse. It's of like hope. Olaf. Like literally, it's like fucking Olaf. I've told this to, to the human being a million times that it's not me. That it's not me. I've addressed it on the podcast. I've addressed it in emails. I've addressed it in comments, and I'm just like <clears throat> everything. And he still thinks it's you. <clears throat> so I'm not gonna do it anymore. Nope, just stop and it. y'all need to start being responsible for your own emotions. <clears throat> Couldn't find any of them. I stopped looking <clears throat> actually. But sometimes it goes bad. But most of the time it's kind of like, oh, yeah. they just disappear. And I get it. Like, I get it. And then they go away. And then you just are like, okay, cool. People come and go. Mm-hmm. Not for everyone. No. Um, but anyone who might be watching this now thinking, well, perhaps I can just subscribe to her OnlyFans slither into those dms and spend a bunch of money and then she'll get married with with me and put my penis in her and she'll have my babies we'll grow old together on a porch swing somewhere in the south in your head oh humidity we're gonna love that when we're old our old brittle bones grinding against each other in fervent passion well into our 80s it's not gonna happen like it's not so please if you want to subscribe to my only fans please do give her money but know that if you subscribe to any of my platforms it's purely to jerk off to my body which i have provided for you for a nominal fee give her more money cheaper than netflix yes. give her right. more money so she can buy me lots of random drinks to drink stop <laughs> 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 like farts <laughs> making some beats in the back oh my gosh oh dear fucking lord all right so i think we are going to at this i'm blind i think at this moment 
We are going to uh, take our moment to have show and tell BDSM time with Sam. And then Charlize and I will join you guys again for the sign off. Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. So as a special part of the all love episode, Sam is here to not only show and tell all of her fantastic domination equipment, but also kind of show you guys how to use them. If these are things that you're interested in trying with yourself, with a partner, in your bedroom, or actually potentially hiring a dom in your life. So I mostly just don't want you guys to hurt each other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so I'm going to give you a crash course. We must. Oh yeah, I was going to say, do we sure. want to use yours or do we want to pull this one over here too? We might as well get both until both we need to there. sand. Oh mm-hmm. yes, oh yes, here we go. <laughs> now you can hear me. Don't hurt each other. Don't hurt each other. I mean, other. hurt each other, but in but, ways that are safe and don't actually cause permanent are, damage. In ways that are safe and sexy. Ooh. Ah, is it? Ooh. I knew how to do that. I was just being dramatic. Oh, oh okay, cool. No, it's quite all right. Actually, I don't know why it does keep falling down. It's this one. We're professionals. I mean, I'm much better I'm with um, like locks and keys than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not used to the twisties. It's all right because it will still catch your voice. <laughs> We're just gonna slowly go down here. Okay, quick. Anyways, <clears throat> crash course. Okay, mm. so your your basic little impact toy that I highly recommend anybody to get started with. Don't go for whips first. Go for a flogger. Floggers are great, especially if you go with something that's like a suede. Mm-hmm. You know how soft that mm-hmm. is. Ooh, very soft. It doesn't provide a sting. It provides mm-hmm. a good slap. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a rather than um hitting somebody and then it being like a very, very stingy edge to it. So anything along mm-hmm. these lines, that anything along and... this, that's gonna sting. It's supposed mm-hmm. to. But this kind of provides this feels like, like a really ni- yes, exactly. I've been frogs a little bit, but not like super um, intense. But yeah, it just it has a good smack to it, mm-hmm. and it's a really um, good sound. Is what one it, of the things that I liked about flogging. Bingo! And with floggers, you're going to want to do a baseball <clears throat> swing. I'll actually demonstrate all the other fun stuff <clears throat> in a minute. Um, whereas with a whip, you're going to want to kind of do like a crack. Mm-hmm. So we'll, I'll, I'll throw you those little tidbits to be able to practice with too. Um, so yeah, highly recommend a flogger to start off with if you're going to go with anything impact. Paddles are extremely popular, but they they're it's an intense hit, mm-hmm. um, especially if it's you're just starting out with kind of BDSM play. It can go super yeah. intense. and and hitting in the same spot over and over again. Don't. F- can do that to somebody who's never been hit before or spanked on a repeat or actually got into that subspace. You have to walk them in properly. So make sure you spread those spanks out. Make sure whatever it is that you're working on, you're moving into different areas. I would say like probably also stay in tune to the person that you're smacking as well. Absolutely. Don't get carried away. It's exciting. And and there's a total (laughs) difference. I feel like also it's like when when someone is hiring you, for instance, they're already kind of like, all right, I'm in. This is what I want to do. But as far as like trying it in your personal life it's just like porn yeah it's real but it's not all real and there's different progressions of like realism for what it is so absolutely. it's like you can't and when go watch a, a dominatrix space. video and then just go beat the shit out of your girlfriend absolutely and the other thing too is that in a personal space you have to understand too there is going to be this extra layer of you guys you guys care about each other you want to dive deeper for each other so don't push yourself further for the exploration of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Have that communication. You guys can explore deeper at another point. 
-hmm. If you want to go ahead and explore, explore and hit those pause buttons. Mm -hmm. Go through that lovely little green, yellow, orange, red. Green is go ahead and keep going. Yellow is give me a breath. Orange is stop. We need to take a second. Red is we are done here. Yeah. So Easy no, enough. no matter what and your safe words are, make sure that you go. And then it's, I also kind of feel like if you're getting ready to dive into something interesting like this, because, you know, especially in long-term relationships, you're with mm -hmm. someone for a long time. If you, if you want to stay committed in that relationship, you got to try new stuff. Absolutely. So if you might see something like this, that's awesome. Go shop for it together. And Don't just like too. pull it out and be like, surprise, oh, the here's a writing long. crop. Mm -hmm. Like go out and be like, here, feel these ones, feel how these feel. Do teas in the store together be like mm -hmm. oh, like, like does, does that this? excite you yeah like that yeah, kind of stuff absolutely yeah. and the other fun thing too to consider is like so many people don't want to bring up these desires with their partner because oh well if i bring it up with my partner and it scares them away well i f myself it's gonna f yourself a lot harder if you go find it with somebody else don't go cheating have those conversations they're uncomfortable they're i promise it'll go where you need it to be and if you guys don't end up aligning okay you don't end up aligning at least you didn't and break somebody's heart yeah and then at least i think it also brings to that point of well i think that a lot of people will be more happy with the idea that you were able to feel comfortable enough even though it's scary mm -hmm. to be able to bring up those concerns with someone who you love and care about Absolutely. or at least if they're your person one way or another for sure let them be your person if they're mm -hmm. your safe space let them be your safe space if you need to go find a different safe space you need to make sure they're aware that that safe space is with somebody else yeah, we'll get back sure. to the point because otherwise yeah, we'll go. Sorry. Right no, no, no. I totally will like go on to that topic a lot. I work with a lot of couples, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of couples I've worked with who no longer need me because they are able to release it within themselves, now. which is awesome. I love that more than anything, so honestly. Cool. If you're looking for something like you know the little tools um, that everybody loves to get started off with, like leashes and collars and things of that nature, don't go buy a dinky leash. Please go buy an actual leash. Feel how heavy this is. Yeah. The weight of it hanging from your neck mm -hmm. alone is going to create a little bit more of a That's submissive heavy. control space for it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that one's by Tom Ford, if I'm not mistaken, or Tom of Finland or something like that. I was lines. like, Tom Ford? <sighs> Those are the scents that I buy for my man's cologne. Tom mm -hmm. Ford, I think, is wrong. But no, it's not. It's Tom it's, of Finland. It's Tom of Finland. Tom of Finland. But Tom Ford sounds better. Yeah, you know, there's F in there. Leashes. Tom F. Leashes know. by Tom Ford. Yeah. <laughs> pairs well with Woodwood. <laughs> um, but yeah, grab yourself a heavy leash. Just having that aspect of when you put a leash onto somebody and it has a weight to it versus just like the act of leashing somebody like, yeah, that's cute and that's fun. But if you really want to dive into playing with those things that add that extra layer of being able to create a space of releasing control and passing control back and forth between you. Use the proper tools. It is worth investing in, I promise. I feel like it brings whole new meaning to the old ball and chain. Because, <laughs> really like, that's does. actually, like, a no, weight. No, no one's breaking off of But this. what's kind of cool <laughs> about that way is kind of like, oh, like, this is in your hands. Like, we're in this together. Like, yeah. I kind of it's feel with... It's a strong bond. It's of, not breakable. I think what a lot of people look at with domination, too, is where it's like, oh, you're just in control. You have all the power. But it's really about no. the relationship and the dynamic going back and forth. It's so the it's exchange. Not, it's not just, oh, this person is owning me. It's that, oh, like, and I'm actually, being hold on. owned with I need them. to cut and you off right away. Stuff, I feel like. If it's not that, mm -hmm, they're not wrong. a dom. They're a that's predator. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is as simple as that. If you are calling yourself a dom mm -hmm. and it is for you to be able to get what you want out of your submissive, you're not a dom. You're a predator. And I'm sorry if that hurts to hear and that you need to go reflect on it. But that is the case. A there dom is someone who take. provides a safe space 
for somebody to release and submit their control. And it's a partnership that you enter into, whether it's your mm-hmm. boyfriend or your girlfriend or whether it's actually a dominatrix. It's a yeah. partnership. It's a relationship in whatever way that that is. But it requires give and take from both people and comfort levels on both ends. Absolutely. Because if it's just if it's just one person going in to get what they need out of it, I promise you it's going to cause a lot of trauma. Don't go f-ing doing that. Anyways, back to toys. <laughs> I love these little rabbit holes. Um, something you want to stock up on is these. These are fantastic. These are awesome. Um, any sort of bondage gear that you do or any sort of bondage work that you're going to do, mm-hmm. these are going to just help you out. And they look like scenarios. they'll be very useful. Um, even just in the sense of hooking this guy. To be able to hook it to this is how you catch fish? Something like that. Cool. You know, like men like hold their <laughs> fish like really proud. And they're like, that's kind of what you can imagine. It's just, you know, up your asshole. Yeah, cool. And I'm very proud when they do that. <gasps> do you lift people up by their butthole? I don't personally lift them, but I definitely have suspension rigs Hell yeah. that will go ahead and hold them on their toes. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's do- more what I meant. I didn't think that yeah. you were like standing on a ladder being like, oh, oh dude, yeah. if I had the proper pulley system, you bet your ass I would f- throw somebody in the air. But yeah. I don't have that. If you'd like to invest in it, please, by all means, official.shiosam at gmail.com. <laughs> um <laughs> Strap-ons! Strap-ons are super, so fun. If I you are excited by the idea of your woman f***ing you with a strap-on, you're not gay. Dude, that's okay. It doesn't Your like, G-spot you lives in your butthole. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, don't uh, feel bad about it. The amount of people that I work with that are like, oh, I'm so worried I'm gay because I want you to f*** me with a big old dick. And it's like, no, also- dude, it's just the idea that you want to be so <laughs> release of control that you are willing to be f***ed by a woman with a dick. And also, on that same note, you know, not okay so wanting to have your woman put a rubber penis in your butt and you doesn't mean anything you can get stuff that doesn't even look like penises if it makes you feel more comfortable however that's also not the thing for every guy you know like you can have that knowledge like oh i've heard that anal stimulation is really good but maybe you have whatever mental block don't feel bad about it you know what I'm saying? Like there are also just ones that will be able to feel really good for her. They have like vibrators. Mm-hmm. They might not even be for you. Maybe your woman wants to feel what it's like to strap something on and f- somebody and insert somebody. But I'm that's saying, a regardless really of like how you feel about space. it. What, regardless of how you feel about it, though, don't feel bad if you don't want stuff in your butt. Yeah. But don't feel bad if you do. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever you want, there is proper space to create it, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what we're talking about here today: is creating those safe spaces Love. in one Love. way or another. In one way or another. Um, this I highly recommend. This is actually Aslan Leather, A S L A N. Um, they are based out of Canada. If you're gonna get yourself a strap on, it's really pretty. It's comfortable. It's so beautiful. Oh my though. god, it's incredibly comfortable. Their their seams are just flawless. That is one of the things that I like about quality domination equipment is really honestly even just the look. Like oh, I like even yes. I like even having things just for shoots, like mm-hmm. even for photos because honestly it just looks beautiful. Like Honey Bordet even has like yeah. sometimes matching I love hand my bordels that mm-hmm. goes like with their outfits and it's cool because it's just it, there's something about it that just feels like sexual power. Yes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's even a place to start is just you don't have to dive into this stuff. Get yourself some outfits. Get yourself some leather. Like, like, like feel mantis are great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love a man who rocks mantis with like pride. That's like as long as it's a confidence and you can see like the excitement and the giddiness that it brings you, your partner's gonna be so happy to share that space. Yeah, even even things like hey. 
put on a mask and be like, it's oh, not me tonight. Should I grab that one? I'm the sexy devil this evening, you know? Like, you know, I don't know if you look like a well, sexy devil in this. Okay, but... maybe not this one. I, I'm more man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so right. I was like, well, I'm reaching that direction. You can, you can start with a normal mask and maybe you can escalate to sensory deprivation. <laughs> We um, touched briefly on this in our episode that you guys will see exactly. Um, So go ahead and see a little bit more of a breakdown of this, but just a very quick breakdown. Ear padding, extremely small nose hole. Um, You're not going to be able to breathe very well in the sense of taking a breath. Don't start with this. Start somewhere else and and work up, perhaps. This might be something that people would love to start with if you're the kind of couple who meditates together. If Mm. you've been to sensory deprivation tanks, if that is a space that is something that, like, if if you're used to, like, meditation and going into a space of silence, this might actually be one of the best things to start with. with. I know it's an intense-looking piece, but just the idea of having your partner put you into a sensory deprivation hood that they could potentially lock onto you and just entering yeah. that space of because, trust because I and the like moment you start that. to panic and I'm, I'm sorry i'm like going off on no, this one i, I don't I, mean I, to cut you off but like even just the methods of you have to stay with your partner you have to watch them mm-hmm. um if they start to panic they can throw up and they're stuck in this with throw up and then they gag on their throw up and they they die be fucking careful mm-hmm. but also understand the fact that if you have a dynamic that creates that safe space where you can feel confident to have somebody else lead you in a guided meditation or something along those lines. Beautiful start. Watch your partner, have them sit in it, have them leaning up against a wall, place their hands in their lap. If they start to panic, you grab their hands very gently, you press them into the ground, you put your hands on top of them, and you bring them that grounding. Mm -hmm. If they don't seem to find that grounding, you pull them out of the hood. Mm -hmm. You have to make it very clear to the person when you're putting it in this hood, it's going to take a moment to get off. So if you're starting to panic, continue to trust me. I will get it off of you the moment I see that you need it. Have a thumbs up, thumbs down. They can't hear you. Thumbs up if you're doing okay as soon as you get that on. Thumbs down if you need it off. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful space to play in. You're not hitting each other. You're not worried about scarring each other. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really, really kick-ass space to explore if you guys can provide yeah. that space and for I, each I, other. I feel like, especially, too, if you are someone who is used to something like meditation, you're really with a good partner. Even mm-hmm. starting out, I would feel like with perhaps the hood, maybe sit naked like yes. like where someone is spread behind oh, you and they're just and they're holding you that's oh, it oh my and it's like god that's a beautiful <gasps> so i love that idea okay so one question on. is would you like to demonstrate then i can move out of your way and demonstrate oh, yeah. some of absolutely these some of these guys i'm gonna move here. my microphone out of the way yeah. too and just yell at you guys as loud Honestly, as i can yeah. Nice ring. Really For fat. For audio listeners. Yeah, I quite apologize. literally. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't be um, sorry. Yeah, the fat tails are really nice. You're not going to cut into their skin at all, but you're going to leave a big fucking lull. And to mm-hmm. give that simultaneous impact, oh my God, that's super fun. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend if you're going to be the person wielding it, warm yourself up. I gave myself tennis elbow last week hitting somebody with these. So my right arm was like, I'm used to this. My left arm was like, fuck you. Warm up. Just like warm sex, up. Just like with anything physical. <laughs> exactly. Um, little, little whips are a great way to start. Um, if you want to start working with whip work. You can just kind of play around however you want it. Um, it's really fun to like stand in front of somebody and just kind of hit them. I was sitting there. <laughs> it's nice too 
when you get really good with a particular tool that you have, this is one of my favorite ones because it's a four footer. I've gotten used to being like, I know exactly where I can stand to where this is going to be about this far from your face, but I'm going to hit you in the tip of the cock. Whoa, so impressive. it's kind of fun. You can just enjoy yourself in that sense and be able to wield a little bit that way. <laughs> if you want to use a bigger whip, please go outside. <laughs> Except for in here, because we're professionals. I, well, you are. <laughs> I used to, when I do it on cam, I'm like, quite literally in like this very similar space. I don't have a whole lot of room. Uh, yeah, we're good. I got the fan. Believe Thank you. Um, whenever you're using a whip, it's very much like a frisbee throw that you draw back in really quickly. When you're using a flogger, I'll demonstrate it. It's that lovely baseball swing. It makes all the difference if you're trying to make that crack sound. So, quick frisbee throw. Ta-da! Ta-da! Hey! <laughs> oh. I love my job. Floggers! Um, Floggers are probably, I mean, there are so many lovely ladies who have felt this particular flogger. Makes me really happy. Yeah, this is one we can absolutely demo. I am fully prepared. It sounds so nice. Mm. And then, do you mind bending over for me? Thank you. You can just sit there and hit it and have so much fun. My vagina! And then if you want to get them really excited, you just kind of drag it along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let those soft little tassels go all in their head and then hit them again. Thank you. <laughs> I love this thing. Um. Yeah, two more little items I wanted to show you guys is, uh, everyone Ooh, loves nipple clamps. Yeah, please do. I don't think we're going to be throwing anything around in. Just little, little guys now at this point. If you guys ever have any questions, I am an open book. I'm on NFC all the time. We just hang out during the day. Um, come into my chat room. Come, come pick my brain. I am happy to help you guys out. Truly, truly happy. That's what I love doing more than anything else is providing this so that you guys can go do it yourselves in a safe manner. Don't oh, yeah. hit each other in the kidneys. <laughs> I didn't say that yet. Be careful. Oh God, I'm really happy I remembered that really quickly. Don't ever hit each other in the kidneys. Oh my God, if you're using bruiser balls, just use it in like a very, very mass, muscle mass area, mm -hmm. like your, um, your thighs, your calves, your butt. If you don't know what a bruiser ball is, it's a handle with a rubber like silicone ball at the end and you smack it into people's muscles and it gives them a really good bruise. People who are psycho will ask you to hit them in the balls. Don't fucking pop somebody's ball. Don't do that. Don't do it. It's bad. It's bad. It's Don't bad. do it. It's bad. Um, everyone loves nipple clamps. Yes. But if you get ones that have little hooks on them. I like the ones that are connected in the middle so you can pull on them yourself. Yes. But having these with somebody else controlling would be awesome. It's really quite nice because you can go ahead and even if you are just with yourself. Oh, yeah. You have them on your collar. And then as you're walking around, it swings and mm -hmm. it swings it a little bit. It's really nice. Nice. I also really enjoy taking them off of the collar then from somebody. And if it's someone who can handle it and really enjoys a lot of pain with the sensitivity of mm -hmm. their nipples, tug, tug, tug. Watch the fear fucking scream through their eyes. I love eyes. ripping them off. I know. And then rip them off. Yes, <sighs> rip it it's off like, honestly, day. one of my <laughs> favorite favorite things in the world is one particular sub when i do that to him oh my god the terror i fucking he love loves to do it, it to so myself i mean great. gears on cam at the tip for the nipple clamps and then tip extra on me to pull them off i'm like oh i'm like ah yes, yes, so good. <laughs> um 
So there's a collar that you could hook them to. Yeah, right? This is probably not the collar I suggest hooking them to. Yeah, but you, but you, Um, there are many different kinds. This is the kind of collar that you are going to use, not in a situation where you are doing anything else besides putting them in a predicament of you have to sit here like this for a while, or you're doing the dishes, or you're doing whatever, etc. Something that is not high impact. Reason (laughs) being, this lovely thing sits right here keep you in perfect posture. don't fucking hit somebody and then have them jolt and stab themselves in the neck it's a bad idea it's a bad idea but if you're the kind of person who likes the idea of being you know you have a home office Mm -hmm. or you have an office that is your own and you don't have to worry about anybody um oh no no. aura young is coming to the rescue (laughs) thank you aura thanks Um, but regardless, if you have that kind of a situation where you can go ahead and sit in a, um, predicament, I guess you would call it, um, this is a fantastic item. If you want to go make your man do the dishes while wearing a posture collar, have him sit in this. You can't move your neck around at all. You have to sit like this. You can't go look down at your fucking phone. It's It's also a great way to learn table etiquette. Absolutely. (laughs) No, this one's very fun for lifestyle play. <laughs> Truly. If you're going to be the kind of person who's like, my man's a fucking animal or or whatever, etc. And I need him to start like being conscious Gotta of how he's eating. get this man in line. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just keep choking on your food because you're not eating mindfully, motherfucker. We're going to put you in a collar. <laughs> Posture collars are a blast. BDSM is a blast. Yeah. Any sort of a bonded situation. You, impact play and bondage can definitely be put together, but you also have to understand that they don't have to be together. Mm-hmm. You can you can use the center, sensory deprivation hood and mm-hmm. just do some sort of and like, do some cuddling. Exactly. <laughs> you could go the other so route. There's so many ways, so many levels to explore. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. It truly is. But so. just make sure that you have a partner in whatever way, whether it's someone that you're paying for the experience and the knowledge and the understanding or whether it's your partner make sure as always that you communicate properly mm-hmm. with what you need and listen to what they need and ask what they need you know don't always you can't always make the focus yourself and Absolutely. especially in sex the focus should never be just yourself otherwise you should be masturbating at home alone bingo <laughs> and jacking off to us <laughs> no truly you hit it on the head it it has to be Creating space for each other. The mm-hmm. moment it's creating space for yourself, you're not doing things in a healthy And manner. honestly, I think the more that we all try to create a space not only for ourselves but also for our partners, when you have two people trying to reciprocate and doing that, you're going to have such better sex. You're just going to have better sex you're also if you're not being better selfish relationships with it. Exactly. In the rest of your life, too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's truly when you can dive into this deep of space of intimacy and vulnerability you're going to come out a better person, I promise. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the demonstration. I'm thank honored. you for being here. And I hope that you guys enjoyed our little show and tell with Sam. Have a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Molly, Molly, Molly. What is this? How did you get me here like this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, May I like, to Charlize, do? will you come over? And you were like, yes. Oh, I love to come over. I can't wait to get completely naked in front of you and spread chips, cheese, sour cream, guacamole, (gasps) Mm. ceviche. Oh my God. 
shredded beef mm. seasoned in something spicy. Mm. Oh my god. And then I'll lie there. And Fuck. as my nipples poke up through the guacamole, mm. I'll watch you take a big scoop with a chip. Oh my gosh. I just Bring can't. it to your fucking mouth and uh. I'll put it inside. <laughs> and I'll swallow it. Oh God! Wow, nachos. Can we call that segment coming for nachos with mm. Molly? Whose nachos are they? Oh, nachos. can we have potatoes with them? I love potatoes. It makes oh. me rub my boobies. Oh, my God, I'll gratin. Mm. Double cheese with garlic and butter. Oh, French fries with ranch. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> a baked potato. Can I have a baked potato while you baked are my potato. baked potato? Do you want to peel off my tin Charlize for that amazing uh, ASMR and I hope that if you guys uh, are listening to this on Valentine's Day or not on Valentine's Day with a with a loved one with a potential loved one with somebody that you just want to fuck or with your toy or with your toy alone or your fingers or your shower head god i hope you have at least one of those things and if not at least you have us so thank you for spending your Valentine's Day with us here on the totally wholesome not Dirty Podcast. Not dirty, I am no. Molly Stewart. And once again, this is Charlize. Hi. Tell them where they can follow you, my dear. You can follow me at A Purple Affair on Instagram. And um, I think that's it. There's nowhere else to follow me. Amazing. Um, Don't follow me anywhere else. Do not follow don't. me in person. Only on Instagram. If she sees, at a purple affair. If she sees you following her <laughs> in person, she will turn around and put her boots so far up your ass that you're going to taste the soul of it. They might like that, though. That's true. So some people would uh, pay for the privilege. And yeah. if you would like to pay for the privilege, please send her a message on Instagram. Yeah, if you would love to pay for that. Gosh. I got some Gosh. kick-ass boots. I got some kick-ass yeah. boots. They they come to my thigh, so it'll be, you know, it'll be great. These boots were made, made for, for fucking. <laughs> and that's just what they'll do. One of these days these boots are gonna take fuck me up to in fuck your you. <laughs> All right, anyway, thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. We hope they will see you next week. Please leave a rating anywhere that you can rate podcasts. Five stars, hopefully, because we are very fucking entertaining. Entertaining. Also, send in more stuff. Like, Send in more stuff. I love hearing voicemails. And honestly, I can do more segments with Charlize. I'll read them myself. Do you guys want to see me again? Yeah. (laughs) Write in. Leave comments. Leave the comments. Help the algorithm. We appreciate you guys so much. You have been an amazing audience. I am very stoned, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.